What do we got? We got all of our childhood friends bundled up together. Yeah, this is crazy. This Except is fun. For <laughs> Except for Marty Gaynor. I hope he listens to this. I hope Except Mar- for Marty Gaynor. I hope he listens to this. I hope he finds it one day and say, like, why can't we just be friends again? <laughs> but we'll you, never know what happened. What do you think about that? What do I think about Marty Gaynor? What do you think about the whole... Yes, Marco. Yeah. What do you think about Marty Gaynor? Uh, I thought he was a... I think he's a lovely, lovely man. I don't know much about him now. I haven't talked to him in a while. Yeah, I miss him. I miss him, I miss him dude. You miss he him? He was funny, yes. We had a good relationship, but then he vanished. <laughs> Boom, gone. Well, things gets happen, him. bro. Things happen. Yeah, things happen like this uh, This thing that happened in Las Vegas. Oh, my God. Oh, God. We have to at least touch on it, right? Yeah, we do. This is something We're that gonna... happened a few days ago. So. Yeah, this is, uh, what, it's Wednesday today? Yeah. When did this happen? On Sunday? Sunday night. Sunday night. Dude, what happened? It's been on the news like 36 oh, hours straight. Okay. I got you. <laughs> it makes me sick to my fucking stomach. It is. It's horrible. Like right? last night, I was just thinking like, what the fuck is going on? Like we're talking about all this hashtag team human, all right. this shit. And then this shit happens. What the fuck? It's terrifying, man. Because we go to these events. These are things that we do. This could have been us. This could have been people that we knew. Some people had a vacation plan with their friends to go to Las Vegas to go to a concert and they're not coming back and that terrifies the shit out of me. It's fucking insane. Well, we're not gonna not do it. Yeah, but how? Like, yeah, we're, we're gonna go to this Avenged Sevenfold show. It's not gonna prevent us from going. Yeah, no, we shouldn't live our lives in fear because of the possibility that something like that could happen. No question. But my point is, it's it's a super unfortunate thing that happened to some innocent people and it's terrifying. It's scary. That stuff that could happen. You know, it's that stuff could happen, and it did. And but it's doesn't it make you sick to your stomach to know that like that's a normal thing now? Like, like we're not that surprised that we heard there was a mass shooting. You know what I mean? It happens fairly commonly, rather regularly. It it, so. It's sick how much destruction one person can can cause. It yeah, it, it's like, it's fucking insane. You 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 just plan out plan it out a little bit, and you know you get some automatic rifles, and you're just one person can injure. 500 plus, right? You said it's yeah, insane. 500 plus people. 59 people dead, 500 plus people injured, life changing injuries. What a, a traumatic scene to be a part of. You know, the emotional I think part of it, the too. The scariest part is the no motive. Like, they still haven't found a we, reason. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what the motive was, man. People are sick. The first thing I thought of, honestly, when I heard that there was a, a, a shooting. I just I I thought mental disorder right away. Yeah. I swear to God I did, and then you know you I thought mental here. disorder. But how are you gonna know? No history of no criminal record. No history of mental illness. Yeah, you'll you'll find out in Facebook. I'll find out. You'll find out. I don't know, man. You know his father was on the FBI's most, most wanted, wanted list yeah. for a while. Yeah, that right, shit. So maybe sixty-four Maybe it is mental, old. undiagnosed mental illness that is just. I mean, going I guess it could be. But what's is that okay. stuff genetic though? Sure, absolutely. Those Could, thoughts? Sure, right? absolutely. Our friend Zach is a, what is it, what's the term? 
Uh, registered nurse. nurse. Okay, got it. RN, capital R, capital R, N. Capital R, N. Capital R, capital N. Not, okay, would you consider it a terrorist attack? Yes, yes, 100%. I'm surprised well, that the word considered the word has not right? come up, not even once. It hasn't, and I'm surprised it hasn't come up more because that whatever act that was, that was that was terror, man. That was he, yeah, he is not classified as a terrorist because he has no political or religious affiliations as of yet that they haven't that but they the, haven't covered. So that's it's like a technical thing for news outlets and for governments to attach that terrorist name. Yes, he caused a shit ton of terror. But the technical, and he is a terrorist to us. The technical definition of terrorism or terrorist attack, whatever, even in the Las Vegas law book, is an event where multiple people are killed, you know, blah, blah, blah. So that has nothing to do with religious or political beliefs. It's just an, 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 act. an act of terror. Exactly. It, whatever the whatever the motive was, political, religious. The or, fact that he's a white guy or he's not colored oh, or he's not Muslim, yeah. so he's not a terrorist, he must just be mentally ill. That's all, right? Right. Right. They never yeah. said the terrorists might be mentally ill or anybody else that does it are black people. I think they... They're not mentally ill. They're just... Oh, they're, they're colored or they're Muslim, right? Right. I don't get right. it. I don't think democracy works here anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It's not. It's, it's interesting, man, because we, we make these stereotypes and these labels on people for certain things. And at the end of the day, a white man, an older, rich white man, privileged white man, hurt people at the end of the day yeah you know what i mean it's terrorist it's terrorism no question brandon you were uh, really you yeah. were you were really like distraught by this yeah event, you know as a I, lot of us were i was following this on reddit that night as it was happening about 30 minutes after it started happening there was like a live thread on reddit and it was insane it's, it's amazing to me first because you told me that story earlier that yeah. you had like the thought to go and do that that's interesting because why explain to me the why reddit it's so important why with the value of reddit because why well I, I just check reddit like you know a bunch of times a day just when i'm front board i always have a phone in my hand i check it out and there's these they, they usually post things that happen like major events first they're just you know right you know some news outlets news outlets are about you know 20 30 minutes behind them and i saw it 30 minutes after it happened and they already had a live thread where it's constantly updating in real time links to police scanners Links to, like, these YouTube videos and Facebook videos that we're watching now, mm -hmm. like, as it's happening, you know, like, 45 minutes to an hour after it happened. And you said you were listening to Dispatch, too? I was listening to Police Dispatch, and it is, like, bone-chilling. Just, like, SWAT teams. I mean, it wasn't SWAT uh, uh, scanners. It was police. And they're, like, whispering inside of the hotel. They're whispering just like they're moving closer. They're hearing machine gun fire above, one floor above them. They're ready to breach the door, and like you can like just like hear like the terror, like the horror in in their voices. It's it's messed up, man. That was on Reddit. Yeah, that was on Reddit. Which I mean, I love Reddit. But going back to what Sabri was saying about classifying this white guy as a you know having a mental disorder as opposed to uh, a skin color, on uh, the Donald, which is the Donald Trump supporting <laughs> subreddit, the they were like mass shooting yeah. in Las Vegas. You know the city, like the, the harlot city of like you know gambling and right. drinking. You know just yeah. like that kind of like those things. They're like, oh, this has Islamic terrorism written all over it. I think they mentioned it when it first started. That yeah, it was something to do with ISIS. Yeah. Oh, like everyone just, like, made just point automatically. Yeah. It's it's Maybe. so like weird, like and, and terrible that we do that. I mean, ISIS is. I don't know. I think ISIS is a make-believe like thing made up by, by the government. By the government, yeah. Which uh, government? Our government. The government. Name? I'm not or gonna go there because the I don't have all my facts straight. If they're facts or whatever, but. So you believe it's a it's a fake or? No, I just don't believe everything that I'm told. 
Well, yeah, you should look up on Wikipedia, ISIS, see if they say anything. That's a on source. Wikipedia? <laughs> on Wikipedia? That was a joke. That's a great source. <laughs> it's hard to believe anything when one... No, I don't believe one, a damn thing like, they tell me. If you go back and forth from, like, Fox News to MSNBC, they're both saying two different things. So who do you believe? Someone's lying, right? Someone is not telling the truth. So Maybe not necessarily believe? lying, but they're holding back a lot. That's for sure. Right. Because, right. like, I don't know, man. And just Donald Trump just being at the head of the country just doesn't look good. He's just a moron. He just talks like a moron. Yeah. He man. just, like, even it's not that hard to be, like, to talk like a, like a human being, you know? Just to make yourself presentable to the goddamn... We're laughingstock in the rest yeah. of the world. But that's people, people feel bad for us. That's what people wanted, though. People wanted a non-politician as a person. They wanted yeah. someone that yeah, would just they do wanted this. A- and that's what they got. And this is what we're getting. And people are, you know, not happy with it. Yeah, the you know? people that voted for him are pissed off. Hopefully we so, learn from oh, this, I don't, right? I don't know if they're pissed, no, but... A lot of them are pissed. Yeah. That's what, I mean, I don't know. I don't talk to them personally. I don't know this. I don't know He just fed off of people's angers to get voted. And he did nothing that he told them. That he was going no, to dude. Do. There are people that are diehard Trump people. I know. You ever YouTube like a Trump rally and see what these people I've say? Seen it, yeah, but there are guys, the guys that just like go in there and ask questions to these people, and they're like, "So you're basically telling me that no matter what Donald Trump is going to do, you're going to support whatever he does, whatever he is. He's the smartest man ever I've know. ever heard. Like these people are so gung ho about him. It's crazy. Listen, I'm not a politician. I'm not into politics, but yeah. just to yeah, turn on the TV topic. and listen to this guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. Right? No, I know. I'm just saying. I'm not, I know. I know. I'm just saying just that there this, are people. Yeah. There are people out there that are freaking diehards that voted for this guy that I, are I so it. interested in him being the changing face of America. It, it is. It looks crazy. Like I was watching him talk to. People from the from the hurricane uh, from Puerto Rico. He threw yeah. paper towels at them. Dude, <laughs> did you listen to him speak with them? Yeah. It's like, I, man, have a little I, like. I if they were bounty though, like I don't know. No, dude, yeah. I saw that he's just like tossing paper towels yeah. to people. Yeah. I'm like, really, dude? Yeah. Like, what is this? Well, just the way he's talking to yeah, them. I know. It well, just doesn't sound like it doesn't, doesn't sound genuine. It doesn't sound genuine, and it sounds like just very. Um, I don't even. You word, can word tell he doesn't about. care. You can tell he has no empathy towards anything. Well, I feel like he's that's just what he's always how been like. Puerto Rico yeah, is like hard, bankrupt and owes us money. Yeah. That's what you're going to talk about right now. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know how we got to Donald Trump. Like, that from Las Vegas thing because because he's I, there right now. <laughs> I know he's there right now, but I feel like he has it's like the least amount to do with any of the situation. Like oh, what Zach course, said yeah. about the fake news, that's like the biggest problem. We have all these different news outlets. But then again, our generation has Facebook, which which we get most of our news from. Right. And then we have all these unverified news sources, and some are clearly left, you know, right. And it's yep. it's all a cluster. You have comments and all like it's it's over fucking. Did any of you guys happen to catch like all over Facebook and stuff? People are posting videos about things that were going on at other hotels. No. No. Like what? So apparently, I, I saw a video at the Aria. People were running and screaming that there was a shooter there. There was gunshots at the Aria. At the Bellagio, stuff like that. Really? Yeah. And some people went on Facebook Live and posted videos that, like, everybody's on lockdown at this hotel because there was a shooting in the casino and stuff and stuff. But nobody's reporting on any of that. I don't know how true it is, but, like, there you go. Like, what do you believe? The news tells you one straight story about one person. But then there's all these people posting videos and stuff about where they were in a different hotel about things that were happening there as well. And, and now the conspiracy theory starts. Exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, you should, it's already, already on Facebook. Yeah. And like what Sabri said, all it takes is one, I mean, one shaky camera video yeah. for 10 seconds and you have 
thousands of people believe in this yeah. and right. spreading it. Yeah, yeah there's a video right. that Katy Perry's well, actually now, the killer. There's also a conspiracy about <laughs> where the shooting was actually coming from in the hotel. Because wow. there was a video, the guy saw, like, he paused and he's like, and then he replayed it, showing flashing lights coming from the sixth floor, a gunshot. That, that, that's almost been confirmed as strobe light. From strobe light? The, yeah, from the festival. All right, I'm just... There was know. a video I saw today, because I've seen so many of these uh, handheld videos probably like at least like 10 of them. I saw one today of a taxi driver pulling up to Mandalay Bay, the front entrance, which I know I've been there. Right. He's the front entrance. And saying that there's two shooters because there was gunfire that was super loud, like duh, 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 duh. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, two minutes later, it was like a duh, 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 like it sounded like it was a, from a different direction. Right. But someone on Reddit did an overhead map and showed where the taxi driver was. And you know that the shooter, uh, he busted two windows because he had two rooms joined together. Right. At, it was like a corner suite. So it was like the way he was shooting from one window made it sound super loud where the taxi driver was. The other side was kind of like almost behind the building, so, the other window. Okay. So it sounded like it was farther. Different echo. And it was stuff. A, Yeah, the echo and all that stuff. So yeah, these, these second shooter claims right. have been kind of ridiculous. Lately. No, I'm not saying it's true, but like that's what I'm people like. I don't know. Who do you believe anymore? There, there, my mom. There, <laughs> my mom. really honest lady. I love her very much. <laughs> there are witnesses that are saying that there was a woman going around down on the concert floor saying that you're all gonna die tonight, and she got kicked out. There's, there was this woman there. It was on the news. I saw I that. Oh man, fucking shit. Like, yeah. That could very well be a made-up story yeah. too. Yeah. There's a lot I mean, just of like, words that going back to my point. A lot of those exactly. Yeah. Who do you believe? Yeah, it's I mean, I feel like now every year there's some you know, some crazy event that happens. You know, this year I mean we had the Las Vegas shooting, we had the Orlando nightclub. Right. And then I remember uh But why years, why are these many shootings taking place back to honestly, back? Honestly, like when you say when within go- two, three, five years apart. Yeah. You know what I mean? Going like, back to like conspiracies, honestly, like there are, I feel like there's a lot going on that, you know, that we don't know. And uh, I mean, I feel like I always go back to the the one that happened, the shooting that happened on on live camera. The the two journalists that got killed when they were filming uh, an interview. Remember, it was a disgruntled employee and killed two of them on camera. Yeah, and then you never hear about the killer ever. That you just kill it. He he dies and that's it. No one talks about it. Now I feel like it's going to be one week. We're going to be talking about this this right. killer in Las Vegas. No one's going to talk about him. It's going to be done. And we're now we're going to be talking about gun control. I feel like. There's something. There's always an event, and there's always an, the aftermath of talking about some sort of political, political yeah. thing, and we always talk about it. So, these were illegal guns, though. Even if, even if he bought he, them legally, apparently they were illegal. I, I heard they were illegal after he, the way that he modified them made them oh, illegal. Okay, okay. But when he bought them, they were bought legally. Okay, okay. Yeah, even buying fully automatic rifles, like actual it's fully ridiculous. automatic, <laughs> it's easier to buy in a country like ours as opposed to a country that's banned all guns. Right. And it's yeah. probably cheaper, too. What do you think about that, though? Do you think... What do you think about gun control? Should we be allowed to have those kind of weapons? Oh, man. I think, I think that if someone really wanted to do something that bad, they could get Yeah, it. I mean, obviously, there's a way to get things illegally all the time. I mean, still, we deal with drugs and whatever the case may be. There's always illegal things. But there was a stat from Australia as soon as they banned, like, all that gun stuff. That all of their crime and all their—I mean, obviously, it doesn't go away. It makes it harder for them to do, but it's just not as accessible, right? You know, and their the rates drop significantly. Then again, Australia—they're probably better people than we are at this point. But <laughs> this country they has have cooler been, accents. Yeah, so. this country is disappointing me a lot lately. Disappointing me very much. There used to be like I have a lot of immigrant friends. You know, people from different countries. Everybody used to cry. I want to go to America. I want to go to America. You know, oh my God, America. Now, people can't wait to leave. 
I don't know. America, America's still pretty badass. Okay, it's badass, but it's. But yeah, you know what? Shootings like this shouldn't happen so frequently. They shouldn't happen so frequently. Right. Uh, it's pretty scary. Are are these things happening in other countries regularly? As regularly as here? I, haven't heard I don't know what the stat number is. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of violence in a lot of countries. That you know, we don't and, and hear we about. Tend to, yeah, of course. Right. And I think in America, when no, things yeah. happen, it's, yeah, I'm just saying, taking, but it's, it's a bad thing that happened. Okay. But we tend to touch, talk about it and create this huge thing that we, you know, that... Yeah, it's a it's a big thing that happened, but it's still like there's yeah. been a lot there's a lot of violence going on. Yeah, there's a lot of violence everywhere, but yeah. is there mass killings like mass shootings everywhere? That that a lot of people were affected. Like that was a big. I mean, over we're talking over 500 people. That's a lot of people, which and is, 59 people lost their lives completely. Which is still crazy that it's that low of a number because there was what like 20,000 people. I don't know how many people were. I at think the it was festival. like yeah, was a lot. Yeah. yeah, it was like 10 or 20,000 people. I mean, yeah, you're talking about firing thousands of rounds from the top down. Right. And you're talking about bullets going through more than one person, ricocheting right. off the ground. It's insane. I don't think we need these automatic weapons. Like, why would— They're not—they're—they're they're, they're banned. Yeah. But yeah. they're not, though. They're banned. Well, fully automatic. Yeah, right? fully yeah. automatic, yeah. But then again, like I said, when you buy—you can buy a semi-automatic, and they said you can buy yeah. parts online just easily converted to an automatic weapon. So why are there the semi-automatic— is, well, What the hell do you need a semi-automatic weapon thing for? Is, for protection. The thing is— Ah, <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Are we for real? I don't know, man. I don't know. Apparently, there's a loophole, right, in the law. So when you go to a gun store or whatever, you got to do your background checks and all that. But apparently, you don't have to do that at a gun show. And you can and you get have, guns easily at a gun show. And you can buy tickets. stuff on the internet without that. Yeah. So you can convert your rifle to an automatic by just ordering something off the internet. Done. Makes Done it illegal. Deal. So how, that makes no sense. Right. I don't know, man. I think if you want a gun, I don't... A little bit more. Dude, we got I don't, five guys in here that literally own zero guns. Yeah. <laughs> so... I mean, yeah. Right, t- take it for what it's worth, yeah. right? What do we know yeah. about guns and we like we ne- we don't have we never had we didn't grow up with that whole thing. No, I mean, no. I've never shot a gun. Have you ever shot a gun? I've never shot a gun. No, I, laser tag on laser tag. Brandon, <laughs> oh, you worked at Brandon, you worked at laser tag before. You I did. I, I have shot a laser tag gun. Laser very good, tag, very good. Uh, what are, the, what are those like? They're. they're those like, shoot lasers. <laughs> so they're semi-auto, by the way. Okay. <laughs> I've done paintball guns. Paintball guns. Those all hurt. They also hurt. I shot a Mexican Army FAMAS rifle. Yeah. And I was actually doing a video shoot for them, and I shot it in their uh, their shooting range. I shot a bolt action rifle, uh, AK-47, bunch of handguns. Really? How did I mean? Like, does that make you want to have a gun? You know, no, no, not not for the <laughs> no. reasons that no, no, absolutely not. All the like when I shot it with those friends that had it was just you know Fourth of July, middle of nowhere. You got like a little mini shooting range in your backyard. You have acres surrounding you with nobody there. And it's it's fun just to shoot it and feel like whoa, you know, yeah. like that kind of like the strength behind the gun. But at the same point, that's what made me not want to buy the gun is just how powerful they are. Right. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. You don't need that power. I can't right. even imagine the feeling of killing another human being, even an animal for God's sakes. Right? You know. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't have a problem with people carrying like a nine millimeter Glock, like a handgun for yeah. self defense. Keep it in your house. You, God knows, you never know. Of course. But freaking machine guns. No. Yeah. Really? 
<laughs> yeah, but they make they're there. People, you know, they're, they're there. They're I mean, so you're saying just stop the production of machine guns? No, I'm not guns? saying stop the production. But why should me and you be able to buy a machine gun? What do we need a machine gun for? Yeah, so you're saying what you want is just a limit, like only handguns. You can I go to a gun shop. They have gun shops. Right. You can just buy handguns, but you can't like buy. An average person should be able to buy a handgun for self defense or shooting. Yeah, and I if you want to shoot bigger stuff, you go to a place where you pay, controlled, shoot the freaking machine guns, yeah. have fun, and go home. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess I just I have mean, to do my. I have to do. We have to do more homework on it, right? And, and you know, revisit that because I'm just. I'm not a gun expert. I can't. Well, none yeah. of us are. Yeah, can't talk because about it's it. my right. But as an American a, citizen. Yeah. But I do come across. Gun. I do come across a lot of people when they're interested in guns, and they and I ask them if they have a gun. They have multiple guns. I have. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I know a lot of people who have guns, yeah. and, but multiple yeah. guns, yeah. not just oh, yeah. one. They have like a locker full of guns. You a know? buddy of mine has an M4A1. Like, why do you need that? For some people, yeah. it's a hobby, I guess. But well, you want to go hunting, cool. Yeah, you're not gonna shoot a deer with a M4A1. No, I mean, you're could gonna... you if you wanted to? I don't know how that works. I don't uh, think so. Do you need a special? Could you go hunting with a crazy yeah. machine gun? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know how that works. I don't know how it works. Like I said, I got to do my homework on it. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> we're talking about guns, and we just oh man, oh, that was man. weird. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's so, so you know, let's talk funny. about dogs. Everyone well, loves dogs. Hey, speaking of get dogs, I'm actually getting another dog on Thursday. What? What dog yeah. Thursday? I'm getting a dog on Thursday. So Danielle's coming home from uh, Sacramento tonight, and, uh, and who's, she, da- who's Danielle again? Danielle's my wife. Okay. <laughs> she's come up. Perfect. She's come up. Danielle's his wife. <laughs> Uh, so she comes home today, and if this dog that she saw on this uh, dog rescue website, Canines for You, shout out, um, shout if out. she's still available, we're gonna get her. And she's a one-year-old, one-year-old corgi mix, and she's a very similar to the dog I have now, uh, like personality-wise. You know, we saw videos and stuff, and they did <laughs> male they, or female. They have good descriptions of her on online. They like the same movies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> personality. They both eat well, yeah, you know, you know, like. Fun, you know, they have uh, their their Full pause fun, uh, <laughs> pause sad sometimes. Like, nice rating. Well, it's crate, it's crate chain. Gets a well nicely with other animals, other dogs. Um, yeah. You know, doesn't okay. pull on walks, that kind of stuff. Potty trained, that type of stuff, I guess, right? Mask why? And it's, why what? To get another dog? Yeah. Danielle wants another dog. But happy wife, happy life. Everybody why? learn. <laughs> like, what's the reasoning behind? Like, why does she want another the dog? First dog needs company, dog? right? She wants another dog. She wants an, the, yeah. The first dog needs company. That's what she says. I hate people who say that. Well, then you hate my wife, and she's gonna stab wow, you, son. <laughs> it's just, hate no. is a very strong word. So it's all good, man. Yeah. Look, every personal preference, right? Everybody wants right. what they want for their own life, and so I, you know, I'm working late, dude. I work when I'm in coaching season, and then the off season, I do extra driver's ed and stuff, and I'll be coaching again the spring. Like I, I'm working long hours, right? And uh, she's like, I get home early, and I'm bored, and I want the dog. So let's get a dog. She wants dogs. Now she wants dogs. It's cool. Well, good luck and have fun. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> what if she said I she wants a dogs. turtle next? What if she goes, Danny, I want a turtle. Do you no. get a turtle? No. Turtle? You don't get a no, turtle? No, because I don't want a turtle. I, I, I wouldn't mind another dog. I like I like the dogs. Okay. So I want a dog. Like I want a dog. It's not just her calling the shot. Like, I want another dog. Why not? Is it the same size? Yeah, that? it's the same size as Maya, right? And she likes to run around, and she's really friendly. No, I, I asked male or female. It's a female. It's a female. It's a female. Yeah. Do you, have a, do you have enough love to go around in? Dude, are you kidding me? <laughs> All about the love, man. Uh, yeah. 
Like that's that's purpose of life, man. We need to spread more love and not hate. Hashtag Team Human. When you text the word love, do you do L O V E or L U V? I never do L U V. That you sounds never, so. Yeah, yeah me neither. I never girl. do that. Never <laughs> done L U V. I've never done L U V. I never. spell the freaking what word the out. What the hell? There's L- a song called Love. It's spelled L U V. I forgot what. Uh, it's in a song title. It's one. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I've ever hashtagged anything. No, not even. Dude, via you gotta podcast? get on the Instagram, man. Instagram thing, man. Can you hashtag via podcast? Is that possible? Via podcast. Via podcast. Yeah. Hey guys, hashtag podcast. We do that all the time. We hashtag podcast all the time. How does that work though? There's no. There's so no. People, it's trending. It's like two hundred thousand people are trending. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I so when somebody searches podcast on whatever's trending, our picture will pop up. Because we hashtagged it. That's what hashtagging is. Hashtag on Facebook. I'm talking like hashtag through your words. Oh, You can't do that. Words. That's what I meant. Because it's a podcast. You're talking. <laughs> you can't hashtag when you're talking. This is true. No, yeah, you're right. That's what this I meant. True. I was still trying to understand. I was like, okay, I get it now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, we need to spread more love, not hate. You know what I'm spread saying? more love, not germs. <laughs> that's a bumper sticker I read I'm just kidding just talk talk a little bit Mark talk a little bit about stand up this is a skill that well you I stand up I sit down every day <laughs> um, I'm, that's not even that's not even funny I just it stand up and funny. I it's pretty funny it's it was funny cr- out your it was witty it was very quick yeah, tell us a little bit sexual. about your stand up yeah, yeah, yeah. let's tell a little bit of, let's, so, yeah, let's I, give I, some background about this yeah, you sure uh, one day I was uh, I was driving to school or driving to work uh, a couple of years ago, and I was thinking I, I can probably tell jokes in front of people for a hobby. I need a hobby, so yeah, I just started writing jokes down, and uh, I went on the internet and I googled open mics nearby, and I saw a bar nearby. I did it, and uh, it was fun, and I was like, I'll just do it again, you know, like hobby, uh, ho- how hobbies and interests kind of create. Uh, yeah, and then I I just kept on doing them, and I tell my friends, and uh, you ever get get an urge to go on stage? You know, like you know, tell jokes you or do get this naked constantly. Like, no, no, I'm just like, oh man, no, you know I have an urge to really do this. It's more like I tonight. said, it's a hobby. Like you know, you, do you have an urge? Like what do you like basketball? You like soccer? You like you know racing cars? I get urges to play soccer and, and go yeah, play exactly. football. That's I, what I, I, that's I, what I like saying. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever so often, you know, same thing with jokes. You know, you know, I practice. You know, do some jokes, not do it for a couple weeks, maybe a week. Sometimes when I do it though. I uh, I like to do like uh, like one like two two if I do it I do it two two week like if I do one I gotta do one a couple days later. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, and then you know it's a it gets my fix for like a month, and then I'll just write a few more jokes, and then I'll be on a hiatus for another month, you know. <laughs> and then you're writing your ne- next night. Right. Special. Yeah, and it's just like a fun thing. They have all your friends come by, and uh, it's just an exciting time. I get a huge adrenaline rush off it, and my heart my heart beats, my penis gets a little hard. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> What's your favorite place you've done stand up at? Uh, so, I like going to. Uh, let's see, I like uh, the Whip Theater in Edison Park. It's got a good feel to it. Yeah, uh, we went. We went and saw you there. You're really good at it. I think you it's, were not. Oh, there. You've yeah. never been there. You've never been. There. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I saw you there. Though. You saw a Wicker Park. It was, oh, what was the one that we saw you over there in Edison Park? Uh, you like I said, you never never been to Edison Park with me. <laughs> I swear to God. I no, you. no. We've been to not. Wicker yeah. Park uh, at Pint on Thursday nights. Shout out Wicker Park. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, with the bar. Maybe, with hashtag the bar hashtag Wicker Park. Separate. Maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah, you're of. thinking Wicker Park. Yeah. Uh, Pint that was, that was Tuesday cool. nights. They have. I'm at the uh, Whip Theater in Edison Park at 10 p.m. Uh, Thursday night, Saturday nights there, and uh, what else? Logan Theater. You, Dan, you've done 
uh, an open mic at the Logan Theater. Yeah. yeah, let's talk about that. Let's talk yeah. about that experience. <laughs> I thought funny. I thought you did really well. I thought uh, Marco, be honest. I honestly thought it's not easy going up there I, and just. I know it's not easy, but like, you have a knack just to make people laugh. We laugh at you. Yeah, no, I'm saying know? I, I know. I've said this for years. Yeah, no, for I get it. In, in conversation, it's it's a lot easier. But when you're up there, it's completely different. I, I know. I understand. It's different. And and just to get up there is you already won. You know, you can bomb, you can do well. Getting up there is already a W. And so when I when he went up there, I was like, that's a W right no, there. No, I, I give him a plus for effort. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. But for example, when you were rehearsing your some of your jokes with us, right? Yeah. Some of them are genuinely funny. Yeah. And thank, then, thank you. Thank and you so then much. he's rehearsing his jokes with us, and we're like, crickets. Well, oh, I, I just think with his jokes, he gets too personal. He starts talking about his best friends, and people are no. like, who the fuck are these people? Well, so all his pe- jokes were about me the first yeah, exactly, time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, like, I think... I think it, space right now. So quiet I right think now. In, his head, it, in, in his head, it works, but, like, to other people, it's just like, who? Who is he talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, so you have to kind of like write jokes where everyone would kind of understand, you know? Yeah, so like try doing something completely foreign. Like you don't know how to – you don't know how to, how it works, right? But that's the whole point of trying something new. You know what I'm saying? When you try something new, you're challenged and you are going to fail. And you're going to fail miserably and your ego is going to be infiltrated in a way. And you guys are sitting here talking shit. That's cool. <laughs> That's totally no fine. No talking shit. We're just we're just no, talking I know. facts, bro. We're talking right. facts. No, you're right. You're talking right. No, facts. but it was true. It was not good. But no, like, there's good. something about doing that type of shit that gets me excited. Even though, like, ah, man, it was really uncomfortable, guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. Getting up there and then just forgetting everything that I was gonna say. And like, I don't know how to go about that type of stuff. You know, like, I, it intrigues me. It really does. But like, like you're saying, I'm not like I'm not naturally funny. You know what I mean? Funny, I don't, funny and, looking. No. <laughs> I'm not. I don't think I'm naturally funny, and I don't know. Like when I was writing, like what what to write about, like how do how do you go about that? Yeah. And I think I was trying to maybe be somebody else or do other things that I've listened to before, and not just be me. You know what I'm saying? And like this is what I'm trying to capture with this podcast, right? Is I'm not messing around with anything that I say. I'm not trying to say anything from anybody else, right? But I mean, at the end of the day, we're all concoctions of what we are around, right? And our environment and the people we see. But like, I'm trying to be me as genuine as possible. And I think that works when you're you. You know what I'm saying? And I think with the comedy thing, I wasn't me. I was trying to do other shit and it wasn't working. And when I was on stage, it was just very... Oh man, really uncomfortable. But it is pretty wild. At the end of the day, like, what? What's the big deal? Those people are gonna right. remember? No, no we, remember. we definitely remember. You it. guys do. Yes. <laughs> but that's okay. I'm okay. With, no, I'm okay with that. I'm totally okay with that. And then maybe one day when I'm a little bit more intrigued to do it again. Like right now, I got enough on my plate and I'm happy with what I'm doing. But one day when I want that extra challenge, I'll give it a shot again. So let's do it this week. I, I would love to be there. <laughs> love to one be there. One day we'll see what happens. Yeah, I wasn't there. I would like to see. I want to. I want to talk about like how people write their jokes. Like. You were talking about you were sitting with like a pen and pad. Yeah, like how do you do it? Like, I want to get it from Marco's opinion too, but because there's some comedians that write from experience, and there's some that can write, they can write a whole fabricated story with you know, sure, oh yeah, you know, Absolutely. fake friends and right. fake, you know whatever is, invo- is involved. So I don't know. I just want to hear from you guys how you come up with writing Wait, a joke. Let me ask you first. You don't have to point at me. It's rude to point. All right, fine. I won't point at you. <laughs> but let me ask you because usually these people like from the stand-up comedy like comedians that i've seen mm-hmm. like when they explain they say usually it's like real life events that have happened sure 
Do you yeah. do you go about it like that, or it's just uh, random? Yeah, I mean, if, sometimes if I have like a like for example, like going to a vape shop, that really happens, you know. <laughs> right. And I, I I went to a vape shop, and the guy's like, "You can't say weed in here," and I was like, "Oh, oh sorry, sir." And I was, <laughs> and then I started thinking of vape shop names, and I wrote a joke about you know vape shop names, like why why are why do they you know you go to a vape shop and they're you know, outside the store it just says vape shop, you know, think of some better names like sour vapes, <laughs> you know, vaping care of business, <laughs> planet of the vapes. <laughs> I like that one. Statutory vape. <laughs> Those are good. Those are Loose good. leaf vapor. I don't know. You know I, just, I was just saying Darth Vapor. Darth Vapor, bro. Luke, I am your vapor. Yeah. That was a little German, Brandon. That was, you sounded a little German. You did? You did sound a little German. German. Are you German? Or? <laughs> I have an idea, guys. Let's start writing a film, uh, Star Wars, but set in Germany. No? Set okay. in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't work. At all. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't no, work. It doesn't no. work. Okay, sorry. I all just right. thought maybe I had something in there. I'd go. I'd go for uh, it. Of course, Germany is the is empire, right? Yes, of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, oh my God. We're, yeah, I'm sorry about that. But like, <laughs> hold on. So like, go back to like your question about writing jokes. Yeah. When I hear when I hear comedians talk about how they're writing jokes, it starts out as like one big blob on a paper or like an audio recording, and then the way it like the comes to be is how they like work on it on stage right so they'll say it one way it'll get some vibe to it right and then he'll you know people will just try something different and be like oh this one worked a little bit better i said it this way right and then i guess jokes from what i've heard kind of morph over time you know and people get a a different groove on how to go about telling the joke i don't think it happens on stage i think it's a lot of practice goes into i know we before you did the open mic we practice at my place for like a couple hours but what i'm saying is you practice by yourself though because practicing by yourself looking in the mirror or just hearing your own voice plays a big factor too because you just you hear it and you're like oh i can do that a little bit better so yeah, I think uh, under, like look, honestly, do, do practice. Just look in the mirror and start talking to yourself. But I think another another form of practice wouldn't it be just better practice to go do more open mics? Like yeah, talk in the mirror, but like isn't practice working yeah, on that stuff at open mics? That's probably just stage presence though. You know, if you're if you can if you can memorize it's still your, practice. It's still practice, and it's still like it's still different on stage. But if you know what you're gonna say, it doesn't kind of it doesn't if, it it really matters on what's in your inside your mind. Right, and how how well prepared are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, the few that I. Can came to of yours i saw a lot of the same people yeah definitely it's same like comics? A, yeah yeah same it's a comic. it's a it's a club it's a club it's you know right. these guys are not just like hobbies hobbyists like my brother right these guys are doing this because they want to make a name for themselves right, right? i mean you don't know that you know <laughs> maybe up a word. maybe they just maybe they just you want to give us something you've been working on or something uh how do you write your jokes uh I you think, sit down and really yeah, think no, about I, it or does something I, just come to you it comes to me mainly when I'm laying in bed. I'll just think about something funny and you know rush to the piece of paper and write it down. Like I started thinking the other day, like animals versus humans and how like we're born. We're born into this world crying. We are first five years. We are just fucking <laughs> over the stupidest shit. Now, babies, I understand, but like toddlers, you know, hit me in the arm, oh, I start crying. Animals. I was watching uh, Planet Earth on these these. Um, these goats that would climb up mountains, dude. A goat is born, and all of a sudden it's just climbing the side of a mountain. Animals and humans. I started thinking. I don't know. This is a joke. I'm starting to think. Like I, I brew that up in my head, and I just start writing down. Like how can I make that into a joke? You know, it just, I, it's you just start like a bubble in your in your mind, and you just you just write it down, and then you can elaborate from there. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. I, I think a lot of jokes are like irony, where they they point out like flaws and like you know just like little things that don't work in society very well. And I don't know. I, 
It's relatable. Yeah, it's relatable. It's relatable. I, just, I love hearing like how like jokes are developed and how yeah. they grow into. For sure. It's what they are. For I sure. think each each uh, commu- you know comic is different the way they write jokes and the way I mean each brain is different too. So you have to understand like how do you think you know how you, the jokes aren't the same for each comic. So right. Yeah. I think if you go up on stage, you have to not care either. Like when your buddy went up. Finish. Finish. He yeah. went up and he killed yeah, it, man. He did. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna yeah, do it. I'm gonna do it. He is, dude. He's like, he's that type of alpha male leader. Wants the microphone and yeah. you know he wants people to hear what he's saying. He was so natural. Sounds he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Finish and I are. Uh, we have very similar qualities, and I told him he's definitely gonna be on the show. We'll have a good podcast with John Finish for sure. I can't who wait. Is you could talk Benish about your FIFA matches. John Finish is a guy that. Windy City Hammer? Yeah, I met him playing football, flag football. We talked about flag football. We did. Nice. Um, he's a guy that I play flag football with who is an educator. And when I met him, I was looking for a teaching job. And he helped me out and got me involved in charter schools and working in the south side in the inner city. And um, we ended up working together at one of the same same schools for a year. Got to work with him real closely. Uh, just a, you know, a leader. Awesome. And now, part, and now part-time comic. And now part-time comic. Part-time yeah. Comic. Excellent. Thanks to. So yeah. Thanks to, <laughs> thanks that's John Binish. Some, some friends. Yeah. yeah. He does listen. He listens to this. He likes it a lot. Good. Yeah. Happy to spread the, the so, joy. Yeah. But yeah, man, doing comedy, it's definitely challenging, and sure. you gotta, you have to put. I think you have to put your personality into it. You have to be as honest and genuine as possible, and be witty and figure out ways that you can twist relatable issues or scenarios into something funny you know and deliver it to a point where people are going to be like holy shit that's so true and i get it and because of that it's funny yeah number one practice practice makes perfect yeah when it comes to doing stand-up comedy practice makes perfect and be creative there's something to be said though about crossing that threshold over that fear line you know you're a little worried about going up there and you cross it and then you come down even if you didn't do that well it just it feels good i think you have to i think people need to do that more yeah too many people are just so fixated on wanting to be comfortable and not confront that type of fear if it doesn't challenge you it's not going to change you for the better and then if that's the case and you're not doing things that challenge you you're just going to stay stagnant and you won't grow you know what i mean and we should all want to grow right and evolve a little bit do something motherfucker yeah i agree (laughs) for that general mindset that people should have that but there's a reason why there's one performer and thousands of audience members. You're right. There's, there's performers and, and an audience, and some people just don't have them in have it in mm-hmm. them, and that's that's okay. Totally me. Well, it's, but like it's the whole okay. like everything else, I, I you love take great so much. <laughs> yeah, I take. You're a great <laughs> photographer. Are you in, still in training or? Is that... uh, I just graduated from the training school. Great. Can we talk <laughs> about the photographer in training? That was, <laughs> well, where did it originate from? Right? <laughs> you tell okay, me where it originated okay, from. But you got to admit, even even you, you want to challenge yourself. Like oh, you don't yeah. want to just consistently do like just weddings or just this or that. You want to do new things, like explore your talents, right? Oh new yeah, photos. yeah. You know, there, there's a there's a realistic side to uh, to the creative lifestyle of uh, being a photographer or videographer. It's you know, I, I do what what I have to do to do to, you know to make money, make enough money. I do a lot of corporate gigs, but I'm always itching to do some creative stuff and you know music videos just you know uh business promotions uh just anything just different you know there's so many things to do right yeah, yeah. and you've done it for so long you self-taught yourself all those programs yeah. you know to start yeah, editing back an editor, yeah. yeah and uh picked up a camera and realized i could make double the money you know shooting and editing and definitely the editing played into me 
using a camera like way more efficiently. So yeah, yeah it it's panned out. It's what I do. It's it's so like second nature to me. Yeah. It's you like, were so great about it. You're always Brandon, so great. You're at an that. interesting guy because you do that, man. You teach yourself things that are extremely hard, and that's a talent. Like, you taught yourself how to play the drums. Yeah. Okay. That's within itself amazing quality to just magically play the drums a full set like that and obviously get better over an extended period of time but just to start where you started right and then have that much of a skill set already is pretty amazing and then the stuff that you do with the camera and the stuff that you've done with the camera from when we were younger and like the 2005 2006 and how technology has evolved right yeah. photoshops the different types of programs yeah. that you could do with the computer and the camera and how we saw that kind of change as teenagers into our adult lives. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty incredible. I, I never consider it like teaching, like like I'm teaching myself like French or something, like a language. It's just like, no, you just keep doing it like, without no, even thinking. I can't speak French. <laughs> you just keep on doing it without even thinking, like the drums and like the editing videos. It's just like, I just wanted to do it. Yeah. Like, I, you know, there's yeah. nothing better than being self-taught. Yeah. You know, when you sit down and you look at something, you're like, all right, there's a lot of buttons here or a lot of things you can do. And you just start playing around, playing around. Because that way, how do I explain it? You're kinesthetically learning. Like you're yeah. learning by doing. You have an idea of what you want and right. you're trying to figure out with this new toy how to accomplish that. Right. And nobody can teach you that though. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's your own execution of what you're doing. Yeah. I, I didn't have like a, a mindset of like... I'm going to learn the camera today and just right. like go from like straight <laughs> right. to like training videos, which huh. a lot of people, you can't do that. You can't learn. But I was right. just like, I want to do this. I want to try that. I want to, you know, how do I accomplish this transition look as a exactly. effect? I don't know. I think that's one around. of the best uh, like ways of teaching somebody is like, for example, working on cars, right? Mm. And for me to sit there and explain to them, okay, so this and this and this, I'm like, here's a freaking screwdriver. Start working. You know just why? Shit. Because when they make a mistake or when they break something or whatever, they're going to know the next time. Mm -hmm. It's going to stick in their head. What part they took out right. where it was, right? Like it's going to stick in their head and be like, oh, I broke that, so I know what to do now. You know, right. you can't teach that. Right. See, there are things that come naturally, right? right? So, like, Brandon, in your case, the camera was a genuine interest. You started messing around with it, and you learned to be this very good photographer. Now, on the business end of things, where it isn't your strongest suit... I think it's okay to acknowledge that. I think we all should, you know, be vulnerable at times and really reflect on what our weaknesses are and figure out a way to get better at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like do. that comes from now the desire within you to want to be better and extend your expertise in another area that will benefit you, right? Yeah. It's not as natural, so it's going to take a little freaking work now. And before it didn't feel like work. Even though you were just doing it all the time because Dude, you really like so it. that's so true. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it, it comes across a lot more where I, when I have to learn a new skill yeah. or a new camera system, yeah. I do it very like like methodically sure. going through the like, training videos rather than just picking it up, renting a camera for a day. Like I take that next step for preparation. And right. I don't, I don't want to say it limits me. It's just a different way of learning that I'm not used to. Um, I, if I both have very similar results in the end, it's just, yeah, you're right. It's It's a totally different way of... Of learning new things and yeah you have to push yourself that much more to do it hell yeah and you know what like in areas that you're weaker in and you see growth in over time it's a really rewarding feeling and then you start to understand what you're capable of you know and then you learn to trust yourself a little bit more you're like yeah. shit i accomplished this if i can do this i can set the next goal and be like all right well i'm gonna 
I'm going to do my best to figure out a way that I can get from this point to this point. You know what I mean? And then you start to become a creature of your own habit, right? And then then you start to realize the sky's the limit. You can do whatever the hell it is that you want to do, no matter what. With a little hard work and figuring out a way, you know, you create that puzzle and you figure out a way to connect all the pieces together. Yeah, I mean, you're clearly a great example of that, but so is Sabri. Like, this podcast is is that like obviously Sabri's always been great with audio stuff recording stuff but he's been like he's been fucking pumping out songs like yeah. like nothing <laughs> yep, remixes yep, yep. and like Dude, he needs to keep going he needs to keep that's going I'm telling you consistency learning every time I make another song, another I self-talk guy right, right here yeah but what does it come back to what does all that come back what to what does then? it come back to Passion. Passion. A lot of what love. Again, love Passion. manifesting itself in another way. You got to love what you're doing. If you don't enjoy it, do something else. For sure. But then, like I'm saying, like when it comes to like this stuff, like it's natural to right. you, right? You love yeah. it. But then there are other parts of this. Like if you want to get it to another level, right? Right. If you want to be successful on another level, there are things that you don't do naturally or doesn't come naturally that you got to force yourself to learn yeah. and not just learn, but apply. Yeah. You got to apply that new shit over and over again. Like, like I've had this inclination to start this podcast, right? I've had an inclination to become a, a, te- a teacher in a, in a public school or not a public school, a suburban school system, right? It took me seven years. And here's what I was thinking about today with this podcast. It took me seven years to start college and really figure out my way to get to where I wanted to get to so I can start living every day like it's the weekend, technically. Like, that's the way I'm starting to reprogram my brain. It's not anymore, oh, I'm going to work on Monday. It's... Man, I get to go do this now because I'm in a scenario where I wanted it to be, right? I visioned it and I got there. So I said to myself, it took me seven years of hard work to get here in this this moment. Now I have extra goals that I, I've gotten to at this point. But now with this podcast, a new endeavor, I said to myself, if I can put that count of, that amount of work in seven years in school and, and, and applying for jobs into this podcast for the next seven years, I think it's a great goal of ours definitely personal for mine for sure for me to get this to the next level and get this out to people because people want to hear a, a, everything that we're talking about right now it's yeah. genuine it's relatable and they somehow come across it and say hey man these guys are kind of saying some of the things that i'm thinking about right. that's really cool and this is going to motivate me to do whatever the fuck i want to do now right right or the next thing I think the people, next thing people sometimes need to hear somebody in a similar situation and what they went through and how they got right. there just to inspire them. Right. Just listen to They might be like, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm going to get my shit together. And it's not instant gratification like we're used to. This no. is day in and day out. Work, work, work your tail off. But at least it's work that you want to do. Right? That right. hopefully one day ends up being lucrative. Of course. Yeah, and we're, we're regular people. Yeah. You know, we're not we're celebrities s- that have the backing and, and support that, you know, a lot of podcasts do. And we're just regular people with regular jobs, but we feel more than regular inside. Th- and thankfully, we, you know, thankfully, we, we got a good start from and a big foundation from our family. Financially, oh, yeah. physiologically, safety, right? right. We definitely... Good, good genetics. Genetics. Right. Good genetics, like dad. There was... De- <laughs> I'm doing it for you, dad. I love you. <laughs> Marco. <laughs> You know, but we, we, we have to be grateful for that because without that, I don't know that we'd understand the love and passion that we have today right. for the type of shit that we're doing. I'm pretty sure we're grateful. Like, Oh, yeah. We're lucky that we were born in our circumstances. We're definitely really we're, lucky. You know, that's all luck. Yeah. Not control. We have no control over that. Nothing. You know? But yeah, man, we, you know, we try to... I don't know. I try to push myself to, to get the best out of myself as possible every single day. I think... You want to play good? You hope to play good. 
I think we play pretty good tonight. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, <laughs> just, you know where that's from, right? You just go out there and give 110%. Yeah, what, what that's from Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Are you kidding? Oh, Brennan yeah. Frazier, uh, Elizabeth Hurley. Hurley yeah. uh, yep. Who else is in that movie? That big, what a, big stars. Big stars in that film. I think it came <laughs> what with every great movie. It came with every DVD player back in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> you had a DVD player, boom, you had Bedazzled. I've never seen it. You've never I've seen never Bedazzled? Seen it, yeah. Well, here's what's going to happen, guys. Shocking. You've never we seen We are going to watch it right now live on this podcast. Should I start this playing This podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're going to we're gonna start it right now, and we're going to watch it, and we're going to let everyone know how good it is. But it, it really is a good movie, and I think uh, people should... Uh, There's definitely a message in the end. Get to your local that, blockbuster. Uh, oh, check it out. Ooh, that's, and too soon. Is this too, too soon? soon? All right. Soon. So we talked about guns. We talked about dogs. Let's talk about blockbuster and its comeback. <laughs> is that I actually just heard a, a video of uh, Gary Vay from the Gary Vay Audio Experience. I don't oh, know how, uh, how he, Netflix killed. He was saying how Netflix killed Blockbuster, and he said he was reading a study on how their data said that people liked going into their stores. They liked the fact that they could have run into their neighbor, and they liked in the end walking out and buying popcorn. Yeah, Blockbuster. Right? Oh, they liked reading the cover, the front yeah. back of the DVD. Right. right. Right or buying sour punch straws. Okay, but sour punch and then he goes and says, he's like, when you have an agenda, you can make data say whatever the fuck you want it to say. Right. And then he goes, you want to know what I like doing? I like laying naked in my bed, pushing one button and watching yeah. a movie. Yeah. It's true. It's, it's very true. convenient. But it you is. gotta admit, there's there's something to that though. When we all have a little bit of nostalgia when we used to go to Blockbuster. Sure. It used to be a little exciting trip, sure. you know. Oh, dude, I we're wonder. Rent tonight. I yeah. wonder if Man, that will ever come so back. Big. It won't. If it no. if it does I just can, for fun just like that I think it should I, I think it totally should I'm sorry do you want to say something Would you go Would you go I, and buy DVDs I I, I or rent DVDs I'm I sorry. totally would go but from experience going to Blockbuster every time I would go there I would have to take a poop Every time I would look I would go inside there and I would be like I don't know what video I don't know what game to rent mother I have to poop <laughs> I, I've I've had conversations with people about this about the locations where you have that sudden urge to poop Blockbuster number one the library. JJ Pepper's in the library. Three. I've had several accounts of this, and I actually even Googled it. And there's been tons of t- tons of forums where they just say they walk into a library, and I don't know if it's a smell of books. <laughs> it probably is. The atmosphere of it being very quiet and just I don't know, like you just yeah. I don't know what it I is, I, I, but it's can, true. It's where else? Science. Where else? Anywhere else? Sabri's house. Work. Uh, every work. time. Um, every time. What about school? School, school yeah, on the, dude. When you no. gotta go, you gotta go. No, it yeah, was yeah. it was when you got home from school. Exactly. Yeah. It was never at school for me. No. No, I never. I never. School. It never school. came. But as soon as yeah. you got home, it's like, oops. Yeah. <laughs> I did it again, right? Your body's oops, like, I, oops, I did it again. Britney <laughs> yeah. Spears, nineteen ninety nine. Was that a good song? Yes or no? Is that what she was? Was that talking TRL about? number one for how many? How it many was. Weeks? It was. It was. I think four weeks. It was number one in TRL. And guys, TRL's making a comeback. TRL's Carson oh, Daly. Is it really? Yeah, TRL's Dude, making a TRL comeback. TRL can make a comeback. Can. Blockbuster cannot. This is TRL. true. This is true. But what if they hosted TRL in Blockbuster, Brandon? Think about that. <laughs> hey, we're coming at you live. Total Request Live. Like we the, are in a, a Blockbuster, <laughs> believe it or not, and Margo has to take a shit. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about comedy, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just 
god. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, oh, they I try so hard to revive Blockbuster yeah. by doing that. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. That was gonna be <laughs> one good podcast. I really didn't even I really didn't even lie. know MTV was still a channel. It's still a channel. They because make a lot of money, dude. They they have a lot of teen pregnancies, a lot of music, a lot of great there stuff. There hasn't been any music related shows. Oh no, no, no. teen pregnancy got that soundtrack, the teen mom. Teen, teen mom the soundtrack. It's a bunch of labor, just like a bunch of people in labor. Dude, 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 do you guys remember next? That was a quality yeah, yeah. show. Yeah, that, that, was, was, that was good. That was good. The Although yeah. I like yeah. the limit date. That wasn't on MTV though. Limit date was. I on like you are dismissed. What about the yeah. real world? What it seems like real world next. road rules. Road rules, rules versus the real, real world. world. Road rules challenge. <laughs> real world twenty four. How many did they have? So many of those. Yeah, they yeah. did. I like the real world Chicago though. That one hit home. Never watched it. Now what was your real world Chicago two thousand one guys? Was Theo Vaughn part of that? Theo Anissa. Dude, Theo Vaughn is an actual is is a really good comedian. One of those guys is a wrestler now isn't he uh i think you're thinking of the big show oh you're talking about the miz mike i don't think he's relevant anymore actually yeah oh really yeah yeah Yeah, i don't think he's relevant anymore i could be wrong i don't know but yeah he was mike the miz um (laughs) sounds like a nice guy but yeah theo vaughn dude he's actually a really successful comedian and he's got his own podcast props to him yeah so it's a joint pod can you guys actually really podcast does that work no a lot of a lot of people so i I like listening to podcasts on the regular. Um, I mention no it to my students all the time. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> no kidding, Dan. They're like, they're like, hey, Mr. C, where'd you learn that? From a podcast? And I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah. When, uh, I heard the, when I heard podcasts, I thought they were specifically for iPods when iPods came out because you had like a little option that said podcast or iTunes. Well, that's because Apple invented it. Oh, did they? Pretty sure. So they invented talking to microphones. So people they can copyrighted the word. They, no, oh, they invented the whole concept of a podcast. Okay. Can anyone do this stuff? You, can you just Anybody take a microphone and just start talking? And yeah, you can do iTunes. this. You We're can do this on right your now. cell phone. Wow. Anybody can, can do it. And you can yeah. put it on iTunes. You can put yeah. anything on iTunes. Pretty much, they review it. You okay. you submit your podcast, whatever. Okay. They review it, and it's what's the re- what's the review process like? I don't know. It doesn't explain. Do you FedEx? It just them says a copy <laughs> a cassette tape of the podcast. I mean, <laughs> probably back in the day, maybe, but yeah. okay. You right. submit just, it online. Like I said, I gotta do my homework. Back in the day, maybe they didn't do podcasts back in the I day. Know, it was, well, back in the day, that was, was my back... attempt at a joke. It wasn't uh, funny. Uh, wow, really? you should do stand up comedy for sure. I should right? Do you know anything about stand up comedy? I. D- no, I don't. I'm just kidding. I don't. <laughs> we just talked about it. <laughs> I saw a great video like breaking down Louis C.K.'s joke delivery, and it was amazing. Yeah, he just how got, he works off the delivery. crowd. He has like his jokes, and I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure this is after like just years of practice. Like he he like always adds a little tidbit if the crowd has a huge response to his joke. Sure, he'll keep right. it going. Sure. Yeah. and this video just broke it down like. Well, it's an art form in itself. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it definitely is an art. Totally form. is. Zach. What's up? Tell us a little about about your nurse life. How's it working? Yeah, what's there? hashtag nurse life? It's good. Yeah. Hashtag, nurse, hashtag life. nurse life. Zach's, Stressful. Zach's a male nurse. What is a regular? I'm a nurse. What is a regular day for you, Gaylord? <laughs> <laughs> Gaylord. I love you. I love that. I don't know. You, I mean, what do you do? You wake up. You wake go, up. You go to the hospital. Have my protein shake. You have your butter coffee. Do you guys no, know about no, butter no coffee? Butter Anyone coffee, know yes. about butter coffee? Danny does. Oh. I think Danny does. It's Danny, why don't you explain? Bulletproof it? coffee, man. It's, it's been on really a few good. podcasts already. A few. Yeah. A few. Get, uh, get fat adapted, people. <laughs> MCT oil, butter coffee, grass fed butter. Alpha brain. Alpha brain. Say that Alpha ten brain. times fast. Grass fed butter. MCT grass oil. Fed butter. Uh, okay. Grass fed butter. <laughs> Maybe eight times. Anyway, Zach, you were saying you have your shit. Come on, what kind of feelings do you get from helping people? Uh, I don't think it's initially. As gratifying as people say it is, I mean, wow. I think I think you just I stop think, being a nurse. No, I I'm think, just kidding. I think you're either. I don't know. I think you're 
have that compassion and, and care for other people to help other people or you kind of don't or maybe it's just the job itself maybe you're kind of grossed out by that kind of stuff maybe you can't handle that kind sure. of stuff that blood that i the, think poo poo the pp <laughs> i think we can all... say that on here right yeah we can we say, say poo poo and pp okay. remember rocco cataldo no cc's no apologies on fearless radio we were on internet radio before internet radio was cool we were this is the truth. we said the 2007 yeah. wow right 2007, we were on internet radio before internet radio was a big thing. We should have stuck with it, dude. Anyway, okay. Zach, back to your thing. You like helping people, yeah. right? I think human beings have that natural ability to help other people. It's called altruism, right? We have this instinct to want to help our fellow human beings, right? There's just some people that can help others on another degree, or another I mean, level. You heard about it in Vegas. People helping people out of that situation right well that's like a, a, f- a very scary situation that people just act on instinct right yeah. like do you ever i mean obviously that was a, a shooter and people were in panic but what happens in like the you know the the hospital setting or the setting of a doctor's office when emergency does come in and you guys do have to act on command how does that how's that work how do i you think feel? it's like i think how it's, you feel during that time i think it's second nature you know i think so, so something clicks and you're just you're there you're doing your thing and you're commanding people or you're in the moment giving cpr or you're getting paperwork ready everyone's got to be at a, at a certain spot at a certain time and you get them out like i had a a patient who um uh had signs of a stroke her whole left side was just like not moving and, and it who was makes this call do you make not this me call? i made this call i'm like oh something's wrong something's not right so i went out to the supervisor i'm like listen uh this woman could be having a stroke right now we got to send her out and within 15 minutes she was at the hospital it was so fast so was it a stroke though uh she's currently yeah I, I, she's currently at the hospital on hospice at this point yeah yeah but you made the call. I made the call. Nice. Yeah. And she got there fast. Yeah, right. she got so there possibly, real, real fast. I possibly mean, a, a life life changer. Yeah. yeah. When you have that kind of situation, a heart attack, something life threatening, those the fire department comes, they grab her, they ask a few questions, and they're out. Awesome. Yeah. Interesting. You know, um, I was my mother in law told me that she knows somebody who's in charge or has a affiliation with the nursing facility that you work at, right? And she said all great things about you man and uh my mother-in-law was telling me that she was like oh, i love zach such a passionate nurse and he's very organized Ooh. you always have the neatest like sheet she said that's great zach organization is great. you know someone that, yeah that somebody looked... told me this yeah my mother my mother really told me this yeah really yeah. very good good yeah. words for our friends oh, so, because she saw you in pictures for my wedding i think that's oh, why okay, okay yeah she's like oh i know this boy really yeah yeah. Yeah. So that's cool, man. Yeah. That is very good. I have an yeah. interview next Wednesday for a new position at my, my job. Ooh. A step up. Nice. Ooh. Yeah, specialty, kind of wound nurse, hopefully. Nice. Yeah. Good that's luck. pretty cool. When's the interview? It is. Next Wednesday. Ooh. Hope you get it. More responsibility, more opportunity. That's what you want, right? That's what I want. You want that challenge. You got you to keep great. climbing the ladder. You got to keep right. going up. That's right, man. Now let's talk. Let's talk about interviews. How have you guys ever been in like a, an official interview? I actually wanted to ask you some questions about because you've yeah. been through. I've been through a like of interviews. twenty interviews with multiple people on a panel. Why do you want to do this? Why Why do you want to Why do you want to be a gym teacher here? Yo, can I Can I we, um, what? Can I jump in real quick? Yeah, jump before in before we get on this topic. Yeah, Zach. 
how do you feel? How does it make you feel? Instead of saying, I know this man. He said, I know this boy. Uh-huh. Does that bother you? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Well, if she was like ninety, dude, it was. I don't know. No, it's just coming from Danny's mouth. That's why it's hilarious. Like, dude, we're twenty-eight year olds. Yeah, whatever. You're twenty-eight. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, twenty-nine year old. Twenty-nine. You're turning twenty-nine, right? I'm turning twenty-nine. Zach's turning twenty-nine in a week or so. Yeah. All right. Interviews. Go. Whatever. Hold on. And I don't know. Yeah, let's just stop yeah, it right yeah, there. You yeah, yeah. Why'd to... you have to bring that up? We were talking nicely. God, Sabri. Because you know what? You gotta eat shit too sometimes. Whatever. Zach, I didn't mean what anything did by the comment. I'm on, I'm on your side, Zach. No one said anything. Nobody. Let's, he did. Let's, let's all <laughs> push the brakes. Everyone chill right, out. Calm let's down. Let's stop it. All right. <laughs> Fight. Let's pause so, the podcast. Can we do that? Can we pause all it? Right. So intermission. Intermission. What, what are you talking about interviews now? What do you want to know? Oh, just how, how do you prepare yourself for the, for the interview? Do you practice in front of the mirror? Do you go over questions in your yeah, head? Yeah, I definitely like, went over questions. Um... I made it a bigger deal. I mean, it's obviously a big deal, but like I overthought the process. So if I can give you one big piece of advice, don't overthink anything. Be yourself. Answer the questions as honestly and, you know, as openly as possible and talk to your strengths, right? Talk to your strengths because you want them to know why you are the best person for this position and always tie it back to that. Right. Why you are going to be the best person to this position right. and talk to your strengths. Uh, obviously, you know, be genuine. I said that. Um, I got to dress nice. You can look really nice, yeah. you know, and have it, try to have like a good answer to every question. Yeah. I know some people say, it's okay if you don't know the answer to say, I don't know. Like I remember a professor in college told me that. And I was like, yeah, why would you say that you don't know? Uh, yeah. Why would you say that you don't know? You can't ever say that. Because you're honest. I have said I don't know because, I mean, I mean, our fields are different. Like, there's some technical things that people ask me. I've been in so many interviews as well. Just for one-day shoots, I'll be interviewed by sure. people. Well, I mean, if they're talking about a piece of equipment that you have no idea about, then yes, hey, I have no idea about it. But if they say something that's very subjective that you can find an answer to, oh, yeah. yes, try to answer the question the I best agree. of your ability. You know what I'm saying? Like, I agree. If they say, how would you handle this or how would you do that? You would never want to say, I don't know, oh, because no. I've never been in oh, that instance before. Of course not. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? But if you don't know how this type of camera works or this piece of equipment sure, okay. works, yeah. you say, oh, man, I have no experience working with that. I'm sorry. I probably wouldn't be of any help. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Totally. But, but I- like, if it's a subjective answer, man, like you got to make sure that you persuade it again to your strengths and tie it back to why you want that job and why Zach is going to be the best person for this opportunity. I think a good thing for every interview is to always have at least two questions for them. Yeah, dude. Ooh. You, that's, that's, you have, oh, to, you have oh, to have I, questions for them, dude. You at the end, to. at the yeah. when that's they, good. how like much that. does this pay? You know, <laughs> no, 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 no. I need my how much money. more money <laughs> am I getting? <laughs> yeah, that's the first question you should ask in every interview. Is the first question you should ask is how much money am I? How much? You how much cut time off, off do yeah. I get? Do, do I get, get paid to cut in off the cash? Do I gotta show up on time? Yeah, all the time or just some of the time? And you have to say it in that voice, or else you will not be taken seriously. Do they do drug tests here? How many? How many breaks do I get? Yeah. Let's have a conversation on what you shouldn't ask in an interview. How about that? Yeah, you definitely don't How many STDs have you had? No. <laughs> That's stupid. That's stupid. Yeah, but no, in all seriousness, I always took out a typed up piece of paper with like four or five questions on there always. Okay. And they were always like catered to that school. You wait, know what I mean? wait, wait. You took them out? I took and them out you of my pocket. read them to them? Yeah. That's weird. 
Let's oh, maybe, you should have got a scroll. A scroll well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. On, guys. <laughs> I don't know. I guess Are those I wanted the commandments. To, <laughs> I wanted to show that I was prepared with the questions beforehand. That I thought about questions that I wanted to yeah, ask. Yeah, that, that, that was good. my purpose, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I could have just said them out loud, right? And I guess it would have been good too. But I went this route. Is it the best thing? I don't know. I'm not like an interview aficionado. I just been on a lot of them, and this last year I got offered two jobs out of the three interviews I went on. Yeah. You know. Nice. And I've gotten offered before to a bunch of other schools that I had to turn down. I don't do worded interviews. Well, sometimes you're gonna have to, man. I don't. You don't do worded. What do you mean? Have what you does that mean? What does that mean? Huh? Have you had an interview? Have I ever like me personally? Yeah. Yeah, like when I was 16 or 17 at Best Buy. Oh, that oh, doesn't yeah. count. Try walking into a panel saying, of like six people oh, that want to interrogate that. you. Dude, right? dude, hold on. Okay, just totally aside. I went through a, a three-day interview process. Uh, the second day, the last thing that this guy made me do was put together a Lego set, uh, Willis Tower, Sears Tower. And I had a time limit of, of six minutes to put together this. It was a pretty simple Lego thing. It had all the instructions there. Okay. Wow. And he was there watching me do it. That's interesting because then you got to figure out. It how was to do a it. photographer position for a automobile co- uh, manufacturer. Wow. Interesting. Is like it was like I like that though. It was like a brain game, dude. That, that is that, interesting. That shows some qualities about pressure, person. Dude. But here's the thing: I don't know that that tells me if that's going to be a make or break person, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. He's probably seeing what you can do under a pressure situation, right? Yeah. He's testing you. And if you're able to just be like, all right, I can do this, I'll look at it, and then put it together. I feel like he just Googled like things yeah, to, uh, sure. to judge yeah. pressure sure. situations well, on. That's why I said like when people come to my place for a job, I don't ask questions. Like they'll bring... You give the interviews. What the fuck are we talking about? Yeah, I about? give the interviews. So, <laughs> But I don't give interviews. I'm not going to sit there and ask questions let them explain to me anything. Could like you fix cars? So what do you do? They bring me resumes. I had a I had a kid. All right, He went to mechanic school. He spent two years there. He spent two years in Texas at a specific BMW school. All that stuff. Your resume looks fucking fantastic. Great. I said, I'm not going to ask you any questions. Come to work tomorrow. We open at 8 o'clock. Let's see what you wow, can do. Wow, you base somebody on their resume. Huh? No, I didn't. Was, that's what I'm saying. You, I'm saying I'm not gonna ask questions. And I'm not basing them on their resume. I said I don't care what this says, and I don't care. You can answer all the questions. So hold on, hold on, time out, time what? out. Pause the podcast. Again. Pause it. So he gave you the resume, right? But you said the resume looks phenomenal, and you didn't ask him any questions. No. I don't know that that was a smart move. Well, I would have totally put him through the ringer. Like, if you're going to waste a day to come to work, like, I want to know what you can do. I think as a smart business owner, it's a good move. Take take this carburetor apart, put it back together. Listen to me. In In my field of work, see, this is why you don't understand. Okay, tell me. Make me understand. I don't know. In my field of work, you can tell me that you've done all these things and you can do this and you can do that. Am I supposed to believe you? You can do a part in the interview where they actually you have to they have to show you their skill set like in one of i had a few interviews where i had to come in and show people that i could actually teach that's what i'm trying to get to so you won't let me finish oh okay (laughs) thank you all right i said what i'm trying to explain is my interview process is a trial ah you come to work for a week i'll give you a week i'll give you even two weeks let's see okay and every day you're gonna work and i'm gonna give you different types of jobs that's gonna tell me whether you're cut out for it or not and obviously, he wasn't cut out for it. So you give people a week. I'll give them a week. Interesting. You give them trials, what you do. Because things happen. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Things happen. All right. I get it. My, my bad for jumping all over you, dude. Thank you. Apologize. I apologize. I'll kiss. I mean... <laughs> <laughs>
That's not funny, Dan. I, you should really yeah, kiss. Yeah, you should. Like, but plant, the listeners will never know. Plant those lips on me. Nope. They'll never know. I won't do it. You guys, this is good. This is a very good podcast. I'm very happy that you guys all got here. And I'm very happy that this happened. I really am. I think this is um, this is a special one because of our relationships over the last 20 Five years, twenty-three years for some of us. Twenty-four. We shouldn't even, share, we shouldn't years, even so. share this. We should just put it in a capsule, like you got. You know, put it <laughs> and open. I'm serious. No one should now. ever, ever listen to this, this, this podcast. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna put it on a file, on a cassette tape, and we're gonna put it in the dirt, <laughs> and then we're gonna take it out and we're gonna listen to forty years from now. Are we? And we're gonna talk about the same things. Didn't we do that with something? You uh, know you what? Did that with your dead cat, I remember, right? What? what? You had a cat? Dude, I, I never had a cat, Marco. Why would you say that? That's, that's false. That's fake. You're fake news. I don't know. No. You're fake no, news. No, not no. fake news. Hold on. Real. Time out. All we have real, so many different, like, camera or so many different videos from different things that we've done when we were younger. Right. Like, we were always in front of a camera because of the band and all that stuff. Listen, Brandon's hard drive is the time capsule. Brandon. Do you have that? That's Brandon's a, that's a thing. That, yeah. That's a thing with all our files on there. Yes. That one day we can just, like, watch all of it and yes. show our kids and shit. It'll probably take a week. Brandon, yes. you, should, you should open it. <laughs> yes. You should open it gay bar called Brandon's Hard Drive. <laughs> that sounds like a great gay bar. Not not that I go to gay bars, about, not that about? that's a thing or anything, yeah, but like I thought, anything wrong that is, I feel like you name. should make, like there's so many names for gay bars. What about Macho Man Brandy Savage? Oh, no, that sounds savages? like a screen name. That's a screen name. <laughs> I'm, just talking, I'm talking gay bar. That's screen name. So right. is, is AIM coming Brandon's back too? Hard drive. No. AIM's coming AIM's back. AIM's not coming back. But Blockbuster has a chance. Blockbuster has a chance. TRL's You're going strong. Uh, I'm thinking maybe well, Fuller House. You know, this is 90s, guys. Yeah, is Fuller Red, House is out. Is Redbox still a thing? Uh, I don't know. That's a Redbox is still a thing. Yeah, if you go to it your local Walgreens, there's still Redboxes. Uh, you can rent video games from there. You That's can insane. Rent movies. It's not that insane. It's That's just a big insane. box with a bunch of DVDs inside. Not not that. It's like a vending machine. No, no, machine. it's insane. It's not that insane. There's <laughs> way crazier things out there than the Redbox. Like what? I feel like Redbox is actually on the decline. It's insane that it's still around. So yeah, much. Like it's still on the decline. I'm surprised they don't There's have always like, a line. Yeah. of at least one person just looking through these yeah, like, DVDs. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh. well, isn't that because even video games are all downloadable? Yeah, it's still like yeah. if going getting physical copies of something is is in the past. It's in the past, guys. Well, so I want to get FIFA 18. Do I not get a physical copy? You can, no, no, you, you can get a physical can. copy. Yeah, can. you can get a physical yeah. for sure, Dan. You but can you, for sure, I want the 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 Cristiano Ronaldo cover. Duh. Yeah. Well, that too. But are you really no. going to give a shit about the cover? No, I don't no. care about it at all. I, honestly, no. I don't. Plus, I, I just don't know. CR's a bitch, man. He's, no, listen, he's a good player. He's, he's a, a great player, player, but he's no man. I, he looks like he has a vagina. He's a diva, man. Ooh, he is a diva. He's a diva. But he's a phenomenal player. But, like, man. he has every right to be it, but, man. Ronaldo? He, yeah. He, Dude, think you, about it. Do you see he was him seven. push the referee? I don't care, man. You shouldn't push a referee no matter how good you are. Marco. You get a red card. You're push, right. Push 100%. Referees. That ain't right. When did he push out? No, you're referee? right. I'll say like a couple months ago. Like oh, months really? You're absolutely right, 100%. But like, and I'm not trying to make excuses for the guy. I'm not, I'm not like this like Cristiano lover. I, I, I think he's a great yeah, player. Yeah, if he said, Dan, let's kiss, would you do it? <laughs> no. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> you wouldn't say, hey, I can, I kissed Cristiano Ronaldo. I would, dude, if he said, hey, Marco, let's kiss. That's how he sounds. Marco, let's kiss. I'd be like, okay, man, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Peck on the cheek, peck on the lips, well, whatever right you now. want. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> So, I don't know. Let's revisit that. Oh would God. you kiss Let's Christian? Let's end it right there. you got to yeah. listen to episode eight to don't figure out to if I would kiss Christian. Don't, yeah. don't do <laughs> it. That happened. <laughs> all right. Well, all let's, right. Let's, we're going to wrap this up here. Hey, guys. Wrap seriously. it up. Thanks all. Thank you all. Thank you so much. You, you guys were phenomenal. This has got to happen pretty regularly, I would imagine, right? Uh, we got to make this happen. I don't know. You, listen, with, <laughs> listen with caution, guys. Listen with caution. <laughs> I know, it was fun. It was totally fun. It was totally fun. Oh, all right. Thanks for everyone. 
Thanks for everyone for being here. Till next time on Donnie and the Machine. Peace. Love you all.